everyone. I notice, I notice one or two of you look confused coming in. Well, think how I feel being called Mary. Yeah. I'm confused too. There we go. Right, settle down. Now then, welcome to Bamber Bridge Methodist Church. Welcome to Wendy, who will lead our pick and mix service. Do I need to explain any of that, or you'll explain it all later? I'll Excellent, excellent. Nothing extra to bring to you as notices. It's all on the printed sheets, and I think you'll need the printed sheet for the uh, questions or direction in the service. There's three questions on there somewhere. Um, so that's all I need to say. Just a moment of quiet, and I'll open the service in prayer. Father, thank you that you can bring quiet in the busiest of places. Bring quiet in our hearts and minds now as we seek you through this service together, as we take part in different activities. Bless those who will take part, Lord. Bless us, Lord, as we face this time of change, a change of minister, for some changes of classes in schools later on in the year, a time of holidays, a time of being different. Bless us and give us courage and strength and your assurance in Jesus' name. Amen. Our call to worship is from Psalm 95, verses 1 and 2. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extolt him with music and song. We open our service by praying and we're going to do our prayers of adoration, so let us pray. God of power and might, God of busy and calm, God of noise and quietness, we come this morning to offer our praises and worship to you. We cannot begin to imagine the vastness of your love the enormity of your patience and the wealth of wisdom available to all who call on you. We offer our praise and adoration that you are here in the midst of everything we do. Whatever we encounter and wherever we go, you are amongst us. How wonderful is that love of yours How joyous are the thoughts of you. How precious is our relationship. As we offer our songs and praise, our jubilant hearts to an awesome God, may we feel enriched by your presence and the God of all who created everything be offered hearts that are full of glory and praise. Amen. As you walked into church, you've obviously noticed a huge change with the chairs. Um, We're doing, this morning, the story of Mary and Martha. Now, forgive me if at any point I say Mary and Margaret, because I'm used to saying Mary and Margaret, not Mary and Martha. Um, 
So we're going to be looking a little bit about the characters and how they feel in the story and looking at what they had to offer and what we can offer to God. Um, about halfway through the service, there'll be a chance to go out to the chat zones, but we will let you know that. Out there in the foyer, you can go out and have a chat with Judith where there's some questions that are on your notices. And out through into the hall, there's an area where you can go and be creative or you can stay in church and listen to what I've got to say through the word of God. Thanks, Kath. Let's <coughs> begin by singing together. Our God is a great big God and he holds us in his hands. Lord, I come to you, let my heart be changed, renewed, flowing from the grace that I found in you.
and the Lord's Prayer. And we will be singing the Lord's Prayer at the end of the Prayer of Confession. Let's pray together. Gracious God, as we think about the story of Mary and Martha this morning, help us to recognise in ourselves what we have to offer. Forgive us when we're more like Martha, getting our priorities wrong, and do instead of being in your presence. Forgive us when we let others carry the workload, not offering our own time in service to you. Forgive us when we don't see you as part of our everyday life, when our hearts need to be changed, but we refuse to accept that. Loving God, who is gracious beyond all measure, bless us with the forgiveness we need in saying, my dear child, your sins are forgiven. Amen. We sing together the Lord's Prayer. is going to read to us. We're looking at the table from Luke chapter 10 verses 38 to 42 which you do have actually on the front of your notices so you can follow there on the screen or listen to me. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. 
But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Thanks be to God for his word. We're going to sing together again, and we're going to sing to be in your presence. And as we sing this song, let's just take a moment to be quiet in our hearts and to feel God's presence here with us and to sit at Jesus' feet. volunteers. Don't be put off by the dustpan or the dusters. There are jobs that don't require any of those. Okay. I've got a job here that I'd like you to do in a moment, Judith. You want to read it out? Count the chairs with people sat on them. Um, I know what you'd like, Seren. Do you want to read that out with Mummy? Okay, it says, check all the keys on the piano work. Check all the keys on the piano work. Stanley, would you like to sweep the floor in the coffee area with your big sister? You can do that. Oh, I'll just give you that. Leslie, I've got a really good one for you. 
Would you dust the communion rail, please? That's yours. I need somebody who's willing to polish the coffee table in the foyer. Who'll do that for me? Chris? Come on, get, you might need two dusties out there. And I also need someone who loves cleaning, Sandra. <laughs> Just the shelves. <laughs> the hymn books. No, you don't want to clean. Who wants to dust the shelves with the hymn books on? Who'll do that for me? Linda? Right. Do you think that you could set about doing all your chores now, please? And I'll call you back when, uh, when we're ready. Put a bit of elbow grease into it, Leslie. Right. It's not fair, moaned Martha. It's just not fair. I've cleaned the house from top to bottom. Scrubbed the floor till my fingers hurt. But all my sister Mary does is sit there and talk to Jesus. You're very quiet on the piano. Does it go louder? It's not right, moaned Martha. It's just not right. I've plucked the chickens and baked the bread and sweated for hours over a hot stove. But all my sister Mary does is sit there and talk to Jesus. It won't do, moaned Martha. Just won't do mopping up, washing up, tidying up. I've done it all and I'm right fed up now. Because all my sister Mary does is sit and talk to that Jesus. Martha, sighed Jesus. Martha, my friend, I'm so glad you invited me to your house. The place is spotless. The food was delicious. But you mustn't be angry with Mary, your sister. For she has made the right choice. Cooking and cleaning and washing up are, different, are important. But sometimes it's better to put away your brushes and cloths. To rest and sit and talk with me. Now, all those people who've done some jobs, have you done them well? Yes. Have you done them well? Thank you, Seren, that was beautiful. Did you actually listen to any of the story? Could you hear it? Or was you concentrating on your jobs? How many seats, Judy? 74. 74, right. The point is that all these jobs that you've all done are really, really important. And you've done them amazingly. However, while you were preoccupied doing all these jobs, it was difficult for you to sit and listen and to be in God's presence. And, oh my days, Chris has got some dust. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, the communion rail's very clean. Clean dust from the communion. Oh, thank you. But while you're busy, yes, these jobs need doing. We need a clean church, and we need to know how many people are here. We need to make sure that the piano's tuned to keep us all in tune. And they're very important, and they've done the jobs really well. But the point is, in this time, in the here and now, in this place, it is a time to spend with God. And it is a time not to be thinking about other things, our to-do lists. And sometimes we can be uncomfortable with that. 
Maybe we're a bit uncomfortable sitting like we are this morning, but our purpose is to actually come here and to listen to what God has to say to us. Now then, it's a time where we're going to um, go out to our different zones throughout the next hymn. So if you want to go into the chat zone, go with Judith. And if you want to go and be busy, do some creations, go through there. And we'll sing, Seek Ye First the Kingdom of God. Martha is one of my favourites in the Bible, yet it's one of the most confusing as well. So, 
Over here, I want us to have, is it Mary over here? Mary. This side first. I thought they were on the other way around. So, over here, we have Martha. And I want you people over here to just try and imagine being in that kitchen, toiling over a hot stove. You lot have already done all the housework so that it would be lovely and pristine and clean to welcome Jesus. But the heat, which is hot in here today, is making you feel exhausted. But you want to offer what's best for Jesus. However, in your disgruntled minds, you look over here at this lot, And you see your sister Mary just sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to him with pure admiration. And she hasn't got a thought for you. She hasn't got a thought for you. She's sat there. She's not thinking, oh, look at her, she's done all the housework. Do you think sibling rivalry is a bit prominent here? And you lot, I bet you're getting more and more annoyed and really ached that Mary's just sat over there. You're absolutely shattered. You're so annoyed that you go and ask Jesus to sort out your sister who's sat over there doing nothing, but you don't get the response that you were expecting. And at first glances, when we hear the story, you think that Jesus wouldn't win any prizes for family therapy in the gospel here. Taking no notice of all the complexities of the sibling rivalry, he affirms Mary's attitude. And he chastises Martha for all her busyness. You see, to Martha, you lot there, you were doing right. You were doing what was right culturally. Hospitality was a big social requirement. And Martha's house met all these requirements. And they met them well. Jesus had been travelling. And if you think where he was going when this happened... He was on his way to Jerusalem to be crucified. His earthly time was running out. So you could understand why he chased Martha in his reply. He wanted to spend more time with her. This is where we think to ourselves, Martha's. But we need to do the jobs, otherwise nothing will get done. Imagine feeling like that. And Mary's, we need to listen to Jesus and to be in his presence. And we have this conflict here. And what should we do about it? I don't know about you, but it's often easier for me to um, identify myself with Martha rather than with Mary. 
especially if we're used to having a heavy dose of work ethic. When there are things that we think need doing, it's hard to sit still. And even if our bodies are still, our minds are often racing with worries or with thoughts about how we're going to get through our list of things to do. Those who identify themselves as Mary, I suppose, would get equally as frustrated with people for being too busy for Jesus. But the point is, in this story, we need both. We need the Marys and we need the Marthas. And this story is not about who's doing what. It's about the attitude and the timing of what we do. Most of you will have uh, known my grandma's seed. And at my grandma's funeral, I used this phrase. I was doing the, um, the talk in church. There's a right way and a wrong way. And everybody joined in with me and said, and there's Agnes's way. My grandma was a lovely lady, but if you didn't do things her way, she got a bit shirty. Instead of listening to what someone else had to offer, she always thought what she was doing was correct. I've always felt that Martha got a bit of a bad rap for her practically-minded response. After all, Jesus and his friends needed to eat. However, it can be the case that, like Martha, we are so busy doing things we think the Lord requires that we fail to listen or observe what he really wants. We think our way is the best. And like Martha, our attitude can then turn into being disgruntled. And really, we shouldn't be when we're doing the work of God. We shouldn't be doing the work if we are disgruntled. Both Mary and Martha were serving God. But Martha had just missed her priorities at that particular time. Jesus wasn't dismissing what Martha was doing, but at that time and in that place, it was more important to listen to him with a grateful heart. Her heart was resentful by being too busy. And we shouldn't always assume that Jesus sided with Mary over Martha, because later on, we see the closeness and the enduring relationship that Jesus has with both sisters. He's simply saying to Martha that currently, and in this place, there are more important things to do than rush around. Martha's focus seems to be on getting jobs done. Mary seems to be listening to Jesus with all her heart and mind and soul and strength. Both were actually serving God. So what does it say to us today? Firstly, <clears throat> we need to take a look at ourselves 
and how and why we do certain jobs? Is our attitude one of a grateful heart that God has given us a gift and we use that gift and our talents wisely? Secondly, cherish and encourage the gifts that you see in other people and recognise that some people are naturally dynamic whilst others are naturally quiet. Thirdly, as we recognise and draw out the gifts and qualities in the other people that God has blessed these people with gifts, as we see that, remember that each gift is unique, like each person is unique. And no job that you do for God is greater than what anybody else is doing. They are all equal. Also, as we're sat facing each other, we might be looking at somebody we've never seen in church before because we always see the back of each other's heads. So we need to take the time out to have conversations with people and listen to what they feel they can offer and then encourage them because God made all sorts of people so all sorts of jobs can be done. And you may wonder, where on earth has she got this from in the Mary and Martha story? If the Marthas over here had recognised what Mary was doing was important, and if the Mary people over here had recognised Marthas were getting disgruntled, then things would have been different. Martha would have had that time to sit at the feet of Jesus, realising her to-do jobs list was still there, but it could wait. Both are important. Both were serving God. One was serving in her way, by doing and by being busy serving her Lord. But it wasn't right at that particular time. In reality, like the saying I use for my grandma, there's a right way, there's a wrong way, and there's Jesus' way. Is it possible to actually have a theological third way combining Martha's and Mary's approaches, serving God with the gifts we have? But in that third way of combining the approaches, God is actually at the centre of all we do, therefore breeding a happy and contented place. As a preacher, we go round the circuit, and there's a saying that you hear quite often, that 80% of the work is carried out by 20% of the people. If we want our churches to grow, our attitudes need to come from a heart filled with the love of God. We need to, no matter how small, take on something because the 20% of the people are tired. If you think that you have no skills to offer, then think again because the God who created each one of us gave us a heart that should be willing, 
and he will equip each and every one of us each step of the way. It is important to have a combined Mary and Martha. So have a think about what this passage is saying to you. Is there something that you could offer? Or is there something that you could lay aside and encourage someone else to take up because you are tired? If we want to be a growing church, in here, in this place, needs to be working effectively so we can go out into our neighbourhoods with a grateful and loving heart to serve the Lord. Amen. Uh, We stand together and we sing from 398, There's a Spirit in the Air.
we'll just wait while the people who've been in the busy zone, whether they're nearly finished, Nikki. Oh, right, okay. Well, we've got Stanley back. He's done something, hasn't he? Um, are they just coming now? We'll just wait for them to come back because we're going to see what each zone has done. Um, but while they're coming back, the chat zone, has anybody got anything to say that you did in the chat zone? Anybody? Anybody want to say, Judy? I think that's working. We talked about how it can help balance. And we thought we were going to explore in this passage. And we acknowledge that we often don't spend enough time with God. They'd have ordered pizza in if it was now. <laughs> Good idea. Kath, what have you been doing in the busy zone? I don't think it's working. Don, is this working? It is now. <laughs> We've got, we made Mary and Martha puppets. And we can act out, Mary looks a bit fed up. <laughs> Oh, very good. Yeah. They've all got different hairstyles, and what's that as well? Um, so it's like it's meant to go in your door, and it says, "Do not disturb spending time with Jesus." That is really good, that isn't it? I like that. I think I'll have one of them, and every door in the house. Okay, what is that? Uh... They also did um, like a, a crossword with with Scrabble tiles. Oh. Rebecca's taken a picture of it. So if anybody wants to see the picture of this, it's like um, it's like scrabble tiles, and we're thinking of words to do with the story. So we've got um, we've got worried, cross, quiet, travelling, cleaning, holy, listens, Martha, Mary, Jesus, busy, and it's. We might try and put that up on the screen afterwards if anybody's technical enough. In this song, we've been looking at the roles of Mary and Martha, and also that they should have had a bit of understanding and seen the gifts that they've got in each other. I recently had a conversation with somebody in this church, Jean and Catherine Ambler, and I knew that Catherine was a good singer, and I knew she was part of a choir. What I didn't realise that she was willing to actually sing in church. So I was quite excited about this. So Catherine, I've asked if she will actually come and sing, make me a channel of your piece, which she's going to do now. So if we could all be lovely and quiet, because apparently she's got a beautiful, beautiful voice. Staying here or going up here? Staying down.
I'm sure you'll all admit that was absolutely wonderful. And it's important that we get to know each other and the gifts that we've got and to encourage each other so that we can carry on doing the work of God. We come now to a time of prayer, our prayers of intercession. In our book, we are asked to pray for Enid Bradshaw, Sylvia Williams, Betty Holsaw and Irene Montgomery. Let us pray. God of love, you are living and dancing through creation. You are light, challenging us to shine that light from within us. You are peace, deep and unfathomable, working through and beyond all pain and conflict. You are life itself, blessing us with gifts to use wisely. You are breath, so breathe in us a desire to have you at the centre of all we do. Use us now as channels to help those in need. For victims of famine, 
war, <clears throat> hatred, prejudice and injustice. To use our gifts wisely in offering what we can. Use us now to reach out to all those we've mentioned in our prayer books. In whatever way we can, show and direct us to the right people. Use us now as channels of hope in a broken world. Through the love and power of our Lord and Saviour. Amen. Our next hymn is hymn 660, called by Christ to be disciples, and we'll be taking up the offering in this service.
our minds and bodies need recuperation. Lord, help us to find our rest in your presence. Lord Jesus, we are active in your church. When we feel that we cannot say no, when we take on increased duties, extra tasks and volunteer once more, when we fill each space in our day with service, without stopping to ask, if the person we are serving is you. Help us to understand that being busy is not the same as being about your business. Lord, help us to find our rest in your presence. Help us to find our peace in your presence. Lord Jesus, we devote our energies to projects and issues. Help us to recognise the gifts you blessed us with. Help us to encourage others to use what gifts we see in them. Help us to use wisely our talents in service to you. Help us to find that special time in the day devoted to you. Lord, help us to find ourselves in your presence. Amen. And we sing together our final hymn, Take My Life and Let It Be.
we do. With all that God has blessed us with. With hearts full of joy, go now and serve our living God. We share together in the grace. The The grace grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore.